listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and we're coming to you live from Tasmania right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. You can learn how to study the Bible more effectively. You can get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going. And you can experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, and today, oh, Jason Cook, I sometimes forget to say my name, don't I? <laughs> I say, I'm your host. I think most of you, if you're regular listeners, you know who I am, but uh, I'm Jason Cook, and today we've got Donna Shepherd joining us. Uh, welcome, Donna. Thanks. Thanks for coming in today, Donna. And uh, I know you were on with David just a couple of weeks ago, I believe. Yes, I was. On the 20th, I think, of September, I was away during that time, but... Uh, it's good to have you back today. David Leo is busy up um, looking after many young children doing uh, a camp, which is a fantastic thing during a school holiday break. So, And, uh, yeah, so today uh, I'm just going to ask you a little bit more about yourself. Now, I guess you've shared this already, Donna, that uh, you're a clinical psychologist or a clinic, was that right? Just psychologist. Just psychologist. And uh, you work in a few different places, including a school. And uh, tell me um, one thing that you often come across when uh, you talk to people. What's a common problem that uh, you see in your day-to-day practice? Bitterness and struggling with forgiveness. So lots of people experience lots of hurt and then they struggle to move past that hurt. So mm. forgiveness. Mm. Well, that's going to be the topic of uh, of today, in fact, forgiveness. Uh, I didn't know it last week when we uh, were advertising this. We just knew you were coming in. But, yeah, today we're going to be talking quite a bit about forgiveness. So if that's an issue that uh, you've struggled with, then today is a good one to listen to uh, for sure. Now, last time you were in on the 20th of September, you spoke about how even as Christians sometimes we can struggle with happiness. Um, do you want to just give us a quick rundown on what that was about? Well, basically we talked about the fact that feelings like happiness were temporary and they basically were a response to the situation. And so it's not very reliable, but what is much more um, helpful in being successful in in life is relying on our states of being. And what that is, is our way of responding to a situation that's not reliant on our environment. So something that we put a lot of effort and intention into. So things like peace, joy, contentment, and Mm -hmm. love. And we find that when we're intentional about these things, then it doesn't matter what the situation is or what the feelings are if we focus on our states of being. Mm. And of course, uh, I remember Paul from the the New Testament talks a lot about uh, regardless of whether he's got much or got little, um, he's still content. And that's that's a principle, I guess, that we learn from the Bible, isn't it? That not just about contentment, but, you know, we're meant to love our enemies, which is not easy to do sometimes. But these are the sorts of states of being that you're talking about, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, do uh, if you missed that program with Donna, you can go back and have a listen. Just uh, go to our Tassie Encounters area of the website, that's faithfm.com.au, or download the app on your phone and uh, go to the Tassie Encounters program on there. You'll find just a couple of weeks ago on the 20th of September our program with Donna. Now, today we're going to be talking about forgiveness, as we've mentioned. 
Um, how would you like to sort of kick us off with that today? I guess um, I'll start with a bit of a definition and then um, we'll go to a Bible text. Okay. So if you think of forgiveness, um, it's an individual voluntary internal process of letting go of feelings and thoughts of resentment, bitterness, anger, and the need for vengeance and retribution towards someone who we believe has wronged us, and that sometimes includes ourselves. Mm. Um, It's important to realize it's a conscious, deliberate decision to release those feelings, um, regardless of whether we think they're deserved or asked for. Mm, that That's really a, a, a significant point, isn't it? That um, we always we don't always have control over the person that we need to forgive. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we do have control over ourselves and say whether or not they have asked for forgiveness. We don't, you know, we don't always get that opportunity, do we? But we still need to uh, be forgiving in our hearts anyway. Yeah. So we'll go to the Bible text that I use as the basis for the talk today. So that's Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 15. And this is, uh, I believe, most commonly referred to as the Lord's Prayer, where Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray, I believe. So let's read it. And today we're reading from the New Living Translation. It says, uh, Pray like this Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. Interesting finish to that. Hmm. I'm guessing you're going to say something about that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Definitely. And I think um, that's one of the things we don't really take into account, the fact that our forgiveness of ourselves and of others is really important in the big picture of God's forgiveness of our own sins. And it's not to say that God is not going to forgive us, but he's asked us to do it as well because a lot of times when we have an experience we have a much better understanding Mm. of of that situation Mm. i think god lets us go through situations sometimes so that we learn those experiences and uh, that can often help us with uh, other people as well i know um I had a friend just talking about the idea of uh, forgiving ourselves, and I'm not sure whether you're going to talk in more detail about this, but uh, I used to have a bit of difficulty with that myself. And uh, a friend, um, a very helpful friend, said to me, you know, if if I came to you with this same thing, you know, or this same uh, um, thing that you're carrying, you know, in terms of not being able to forgive yourself for, what would you say to me? (laughs) And, of course... You know, when we when we put it on other people, it's often sometimes easier to forgive than when it's uh, ourselves. Sometimes we're too hard on ourselves. So. But yeah, anyway, we'll um, we'll get into that uh, more later in the program, I guess. 
Now, um, Margie has texted in this morning and uh, she's just asking whether this is the live show on the 4th of October, and it is. Want to confirm that? This is a live show and it is the 4th of October, Wednesday the 4th. So if you're questioning that, it is a live program. And I know it's a little bit confusing for our listeners because uh, only Wednesdays and Thursdays are live programs. So, But uh, today is a live one, uh, unless you're listening to a delayed broadcast, which um, you might be getting this next week or, or uh, at a later date. So... Um, we've got a list of questions for you this morning as well. Our question is, have you ever had to forgive someone? And I'm sure that most people have had to forgive somebody. I guess I'm thinking of something fairly serious here. Have you ever had to forgive somebody of something fairly significant? And uh, what benefit did you gain when you forgave them? We'd love to hear from you today, so do text us in on zero four double eight double eight zero. Eight nine one. We're going to talk about uh, some of the benefits a little bit later in the program. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, talk about before we go to a break? Uh, that should be it for now. Okay, no worries. Well, we'll go to a break. And our first song today is The Lord's Prayer. I thought it was appropriate, being that we just read it, to uh, have a song about it as well. So this is my letter Fong with The Lord's Prayer.
You're listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM. And this morning, well, we've got an interesting song going on here. (laughs) Better fade that one out. We had an extra song playing. Sorry about that. Um, We've been uh, speaking with Donna Shepherd on the topic of forgiveness, and uh, we're going to be continuing on with that. But we did ask you a question before the break. And uh, the question was, have you ever had to forgive somebody of something significant? And uh, what benefit did you gain when you forgave them? We would really love to hear from you today. So do text us in on 0488 because we'd love to be able to hear from you and uh, share some of this with you. Now, Donna, in our uh, review of your last program, you mentioned that there are sort of these states of being, and uh, we mentioned some things like um, contentment and uh, love. I don't know whether we mentioned joy, but I guess that's a a state of being as well. Um, You also, during the break, mentioned to me that forgiveness is sort of like a, a state of being as well. Can you unpack that a little bit for us? Yeah. When when we think of forgiveness, lots of time we think of this once-off thing that we do, like, I forgive you. And I guess what surprises lots of people is that they still feel angry about the thing when they think about it again. But that's a false conception. The thing is, forgiveness is a process. So just like the, it is a state of being in the sense that it takes work and it takes time. And like we said before, it needs to be deliberate and intentional. So you decide that you're going to enter into that process of forgiveness, regardless of the feelings or the situation. Mm. And then there's a process that Mm. um, goes through. And what I'll do today is um, I'll go through seven steps that we can have a think about that helps us to understand the process of forgiveness. Mm. Might might pay to get a uh, notebook handy to write some of these points down, or you can, of course, come back and listen to the program again. So, yeah, we're going to look at seven steps to true forgiveness. So yep. What's step number one? So step number one is acknowledgement. It's really important to acknowledge the hurt. Mm. Lots of times we will dismiss things and, you know, find excuses, oh, it wasn't that bad or it was whatever it is we say. But that's just to make ourselves sometimes feel good in the, in this, in that moment. But that's actually quite unhelpful in, in that whole forgiveness process. It's really important that we acknowledge that we have been hurt. We acknowledge how we've been hurt. And and then we kind of go from there. Okay. So uh, step number two? Step number two is actually look at how this the, the pain it's caused and how it's affected you. Not just, um, you know, you, you stood on my leg and now it's really sore. But has this changed, this pain, has it affected me in other areas of my life so you know am I losing sleep because of this have I become bitter have I become withdrawn and isolated it's really important to have a look and see exactly how um, this hurt the the pain that we've experienced in what areas of my life is it affecting me it's something that sort of relates to that, I think, for me. Um, sometimes if I um, find myself in a situation where I feel hurt by someone or something, 
um, I ask my, myself the question often now, hopefully before reacting to the situation, but I ask myself the question, why? Why am I feeling this way? Because sometimes for me, and maybe other people are a little bit more emotionally intelligent than me, but for me sometimes it takes me a little bit to actually understand why it hurt me, you know. Why has this action caused so much response, emotional pain or response in me? And uh, it can take a little bit of digging within me to find out the reasons for that. Yeah. Have you have you come across that before? Oh, yeah. It, it's... It's really difficult sometimes, especially if we have been hurt, to work out what's going on or why something affected us the way it did. And it does take time. It takes time for us to kind of look at what's happening, look at... Because lots of times the thing that's affecting us now is connected to something that's happened in the past. Whether it's your expectation of that situation or... um, you know, something that you've... It might be that you've never... You didn't have an expectation because it's something new. Mm -hmm. And those ones hurt the most because they totally blindside you. Mm -hmm. Unexpected and, yeah, I guess it's something new that you've got to learn to deal with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So step number three. Step number three is one of the most difficult ones, and that is we need to accept that we cannot change the past. A lot of times we spend lots and lots of times dwelling on what's happened, dwelling mm. on the hurt, dwelling on the situation, dwelling on those this. feelings. I could have done that. <laughs> mm. yeah. If only. Yeah. But that doesn't do anything. Mm. One of the things that's useful in this situation um, and part of this really important process is to remind yourself that I cannot change the past. Mm. All I can do is... You know, process it, accept it, and then work out where to from here. Mm. Because no amount of worrying or emotional distress is going to change something that's already happened. Mm. We uh, don't have time travel. We can't go back and fix it, (laughs) unfortunately, not like in some movies. Uh, So step number four. Step number four is this is... Like I said, that was a, a hard part, but I think we're still on the brow of going over the top of this mm-hmm. mountain called forgiveness, and that is determining whether or not you will forgive. Mm-hmm. That's, and a, that's an interesting very question. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, th- this is a crossroads. A lot of people get stuck here because, mm-hmm. you know, they get up to number three, but then they're stumped here because mm. the decision is not to forgive mm. because it's too painful or because of how it's disrupting life now or all those things. And unfortunately, if we do not get past step four, we do not have the full experience of forgiveness. Mm. And I'm guessing that has long-term uh, impacts on us. If we if we can't go beyond number four, we're going to carry that for a long time. Yeah, and what it does, unfortunately, is that the hurt that you have experienced from whatever that situation is, if you do not get past that, if you do not get to that point of forgiveness, what it does is it colours all the rest of your relationships that are similar to that one. Mm. Every interaction that reminds you of that one in any shape or form will be coloured by that experience Mm. and not in a positive way either. Mm. Mm. 
Right. So we've got three more steps. What's step number five? So I'm, I'm assuming that you have to make a decision to forgive in order yes. to go to step number five. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so once we've decided, yes, we're going to go through this process of forgiveness, then it's about repairing. We talked before at step um, two about considering how it's affecting. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in order to be able to work out how you, what you're going to do you have to work out what's happened so if you work out so for example like I said if it's affecting your sleep then you have to work out okay what do I need to do to fix the sleep problem what do I need to do to learn to trust people what do I need to do to um, feel comfortable in my own skin again what do I need to f- do to feel comfortable as a parent because those things are important because we need to be quite specific and actually put work into dealing with those areas. Mm. So that's repair. So it's re- repairing some of the uh, the negative impact that uh, whatever it is, the circumstances caused us. Number six. Number six is to learn from the experience. Now, if um, I've come in here and I've taken your water and I've drunk it, and then you're thirsty. And every time I come here, I take your water and I drink it. You may think, oh, Donna's hurting me. She's drinking my water. She's you doing may, it intentionally. <laughs> yeah, she's doing this on purpose. You've acknowledged that I've hurt because, you know, the first time I came, he said, oh, Donna, I bring water in because I have a sore throat. I, I can pick it up and put it on <laughs> <Yeah>. this side. <laughs> I have a sore throat and I need water. And I said, oh, yeah, but I still go on. You think of the fact that if if, if you don't, drink that water you have a sore throat but i just drink it because like i don't need it i just drink it now the learning part is okay when donna comes in this might happen i don't want to keep these bad feelings what do i need to do so the learning part is what do i do i need to get an extra glass of water for you (laughs) yes or keep your water far away (laughs) which i've just done yes so the learn and this is important because People think that forgiveness means forget or forgiveness means to put yourself back in exactly the same position. It doesn't. Mm. Part of this process of forgiveness is learning what do I need to do to keep myself safe mm. even though this is this has happened. What do I need to do as much as possible to prevent this situation from occurring again? We don't have to put ourselves constantly in the same situation that's going to cause another round of hurt or whatever. So no. Really important step, that one. Yeah. Mm. So it doesn't necessarily mean that the relationship is broken, mm. but the part that caused the pain, we have done everything we can to eliminate that occurring again. Mm. And the final step, step number seven. Is to actually determine and decide, yes, I'm letting go. So, you know, initially we talked about the fact that forgiveness is a letting go of those feelings. This is the I've given myself permission to let go. And this takes time, you know. It depends on the size or how important or valuable that hurt was uh, in terms of how valuable the thing was that you had that got taken away from you will determine how long this process takes and that final step is where you finally realize okay i have doesn't mean that you, you can 
talk about the problem or think about the problem without having those feelings of resentment and bitterness, that's when you know you've gotten to step seven. Mm. Well, um, I don't know whether we've got time to go through all of them now, but uh, I guess the next thing on our list is to understand some of the benefits of forgiving somebody. And that was our question for today is that we were asking you, have you ever had to forgive someone uh, for something significant? And what benefit did you gain when you forgave them? So maybe we'll come back and talk about that after the break. And uh, of course, we've got a a book offer coming up later in the program as well. This uh, book offer is called uh, A Pocket Full of Forgiveness. It's a small little book, but it's got some great um, content in it. So we'll come back after the break and give, uh, give you more details about that and also talk more about what the benefits of forgiving someone are. This uh, song is called I Will Rise by Tori Harper. There's a peace I've come to know Though my heart and flesh may fail There's an anchor for my soul I can say it is well There's a peace I've come to know Though my heart and flesh may fail There's an anchor for my soul I can say it is well Jesus has overcome And the grave is overwhelmed The victory
program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, and today we're speaking with Donna Shepherd, uh, and uh, we've been talking about the topic of forgiveness. And uh, before the break, we looked at uh, a seven-step process that we can go through to help us um, learn to forgive. And one of the things that I think I really uh, learned out of that was that step number four, which was you know, that decision to decide whether or not we are going to forgive because um, that's a critical thing in that step. If we don't get past that, we can never get through to the end of actually forgiving somebody. So so important to make a conscious decision to forgive. Uh, and uh, Donna, before the break, we talked about some of the, well, we talked about the fact that we were going to talk about <laughs> the benefits of forgiving someone. So would you like to uh, share with us some of the benefits? Well, yes, so uh, three categories of benefits, really. Um, and we'll start with the psychological ones, since I'm a psychologist. Um, and one of the things is that we have improved mental health. So less anxiety, less stress, less hostility. And the reason for this is when you forgive, then you remain in control. When we hold on to um resentment and guilt and that sort of things that other person is always in control so being able to forgive someone puts us in control 100% control of of our own life and the impact of things on us and we get to decide whether or not we're going to let things affect us Mm. um the next benefit is a physical one and so it's known that stressors, when, when we become really stressed, when we, when we let our stressors um, have a very big impact on us, um, stress um, deposits toxins into our body. And what that does is um, it reduces our immunity and our heart health and that sort of thing. So if we are able to forgive we are able to reduce the impact of the stressors on us. We are not carrying around that stress. And what we find is that you have lower blood pressure, you have a stronger immune system, your heart health is improved. And lots of times people do not realize just how much um, what goes on in your head affects your body. But, you know, our bodies and our minds are very interrelated, the mm-hmm. mind-body connection. Mm-hmm. If you're stressed mentally, you're going to be stressed physically. If you're stressed physically, you're going to be stressed mentally. So what happens in your mind? Manifests in the body. Very much so. <laughs> so. <laughs> and lastly, their benefits are interpersonal. If we come to the point of forgiveness, we have healthier relationships. Um, because if we're not walking around holding score, but we're learning how to relate to others in ways where, again, we remain in control. So, you know, you're not going to stop asking me to come in and and do um, programs with you. What you're going to do is provide me with my own water or mm. keep it out of reach. So mm. what you've learned to do is, in that instance, you've learned how to deal with a problem of boundaries. Mm. And what it will do is it will actually... So my taking your water and causing you to be hurt actually helps you in dealing with boundary issues in all your relationships and that's pretty cool Mm. um it also works on helping us to have healthier self-esteem because again if you're able to forgive yourself then you like we're able to see ourselves in context 
see others in context and learn to move past that. So psychological, physical and interpersonal. Mm. We've got a question that's come in which we might uh, look at during the break and uh, see if we're going to can answer that in our last section. So um, and it sort of relates to this what we've just talked about there as well. Uh, so, w- what does the Bible say about forgiveness? That's we we read one passage earlier, but I'm sure the Bible says a bit more. Yeah, so I've got a few texts that we're going to have a bit of a look at. The first one is Ephesians four thirty two. It says uh, again, we're reading from the New Living Translation. Instead, be kind to each other, tender hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. So what this is doing is it's helping us to remember that we are all created beings. We all share God's image and we're not basing our reaction to someone on how they've responded. We're basing them on the fact that God loves us and we love each other. Mm. Mm. And we've got another one in uh, Colossians 3.13 that says, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. There's a bit of a theme here, I can see. Yeah. (laughs) And none of us are perfect, despite Mm. what we'd like to think. None of us are perfect. And it's important for us to think of, you know, that, that saying that we learn as kids, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you've done something wrong, if you've made a mistake, you want others to look past that mistake. You want others to give you a second chance. And if we go around with that in the back of our minds and remember that none of us are perfect and that person's mistake has happened in a context and what God would like us to do is learn what that context is. Be willing to give that person a second chance, Mm. you know, in the context, like I said, in, in our own safety, we're protecting ourselves, but we're doing it in a way so that we're not going to hold it against that person. Mm. And another verse in Luke chapter 6, verse 37, it says, Do not judge others, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others, or it will all come back against you. Forgive others, and you will be forgiven. Yeah. And this one's important. Like, we all have battles going on and lots of times what you see is just the surface Mm. and some person's reaction is going to be based on their own context and I was listening to a podcast recently and it said we don't see the world as it is we see the world as we are and it's so interesting because Every situation you're in, you see it from your perspective and Mm. your perspective is based upon your experiences, your disposition, your temperament. All those things make up how you um, approach any other situation. And so often we get annoyed or angry with people when we think that they haven't done something, but we're judging them based on our values our expectations, Mm. our experiences, Mm. and not taking into consideration their situation. Mm. Absolutely. And we've got Matthew 18, verse 21 to 22. And it says, Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? 
No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Yeah. Now, this does not mean we go around with a little checklist and we have a forgiveness app and we click it in each time. What it's saying is you should never have anything against someone. Like, the thing we is... We should be prepared to yeah, always forgive. If, if you do this, even if you were to keep score, I guarantee you, it says it takes 66 days to form a habit... By 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 six six yeah four hundred and ninety <laughs> I reckon it'd be a habit yeah and you definitely would be more willing to forgive and forget your notebook mm. Mm. so the key principle there is uh, not specifically counting four hundred and ninety times but um, being prepared to always forgive and uh, the last one on your list or second last one is uh, Proverbs uh, seventeen verse nine it says love love prospers when a fault is forgiven. But dwelling on it separates close friends. Yeah. That shows some of the benefits, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. But. And that, that speaks for itself, really. If you mm. hold on to something, it can get in the way of your relationship. Whereas if you if you choose to overlook that and walk, and try to work past that, you can restore friendship. Mm. Absolutely. And the final one we've got in First Peter 4, verse 8, it says, Most important at all, most important of all, Continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. I've, I've only learned what this means in recent years, um, in the last, I don't know, 20 years or so. And what this means is, if I truly love someone, I am willing to look past their faults and keep loving them. And that's what unconditional love is. And it's taken, I don't know, adulthood for a lot of years to help me to realize what this text means if you truly love someone you will be willing to look past things and to and your aim would always to restore them Mm. well there's some uh, really good biblical advice there that uh, um I think we've all learned something from. So our book offer today is called A Pocket Full of Forgiveness, and it's by Mary Barrett. Drawing on both the scriptures and a wealth of literature about forgiveness, Mary Barrett demonstrates the dangers of nursing a grudge and shows that learning how to forgive is not only beneficial for us, but also required from us by God. And certainly we've read that in scripture as well. Um, so that's our book offer today. Do stay tuned, and right after the break, we will uh, give you the code to claim one of these books. This is Love is a Good Thing by Andrew Peterson. It knocked me down, it dragged me out, and left me there for dead. It took all the freedom I wanted, gave me something else instead. Blew my mind, it bled me dry It hit me like a long goodbye Nobody here knows better than I That it's a good thing Love is a good thing It'll fall like rain on your parade Laugh at the plans that you try to make Wear you down till your heart just breaks And it's a good thing Love is a good thing Tender to the touch It'll 
It'll chase you down and swallow you whole It'll make your blood run hot and cold Like a thief in the night It'll steal your soul And that's a good thing Love is a good thing It'll follow you down to the ruins of the great divide Open the wounds that you tried to hide There in the rubble of the heart that died You'll find a good thing Cause love is a good thing Oh, love is a good thing Ooh, take cover Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM. And we're finishing our program today with Donna Shepard on the topic of forgiveness. And uh, before the break, we talked about our book offer. It's called A Pocket Full of Forgiveness. It's a great little book. And our code today to claim that is forgive and the number one, no spaces. Text in forgive one, that's the digit number one, no spaces, to 0488 880891 to claim your free book today. Uh, Donna, we had a question come in and uh, just wondering if you'd like to uh, give us some advice on this. It says, uh, how do you forgive when you think the whole world is against you and then in your heart you know that you're the problem yourself? That's a difficult one. I'm glad we've got an an expert here. (laughs) I think the first thing to do is to have a think about this question first. Can God forgive me? And the answer that we've gotten is yes, definitely God can forgive. He says if we come to him, he will forgive us. Mm. And if God is going to forgive you, then you can forgive yourself. And if you can forgive yourself, then you can see the fact that but when we when we first accept that God's forgiven us and then we forgive ourselves, we actually start to see the world differently. Mm. And we don't feel that the whole world is against us. And even if the world is against us, we talked about the fact that forgiveness gives us control. So it's not so much what the world thinks because we know the truth. And so the way we respond to life changes. Mm. And, and so that, that important truth is that God can and and has forgiven you yeah you go to him you ask for forgiveness then it's a matter of trusting in that promise isn't it yep. yeah because god loves us unconditionally mm. god doesn't just love you when you're good god loves you 
all the Regardless. time. All the time. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, if someone else still holds grudge against you, then that's, that's their issue that's with their God. Issue. Yep. God <laughs> told them they need to leave their gift at the altar and go back. So once you give yourself to God, that's their problem after that. Mm. Well, Donna, um, we've got about four minutes left. So how would you like to summarize our discussion today? I'll guess add two points. So one is remembering that forgiveness is not ours to withhold. God has actually given us as a command and he says we need to forgive others so that we can forgive him. And I guess part of that is helping us to realize that we're all equal and the same expectations we have of God, he has of us as well. And if we expect to be forgiven, then we need to forgive others. And when we realize that forgiveness is a very important key to healthy relationships, healthy lives, healthy connections with ourselves, healthy connections with God, then we don't even think of not forgiving someone. Mm. So that step number four, I think it was. Yeah. To uh, then the the decision is always yes, I'm going to forgive. Yep. Mm. And I guess the other thing to the Hawana says, forgiveness is not a bargaining tool. Mm. What do you mean by that? So I'm only going to forgive you if you do this or do that, or I'm only forgiving you because God says I have to. Mm. We need to forgive because that's our desire. Mm. And once it is our true desire, we're actually going to work toward it. There's not going to be that tension. And of course, um, if we understand that forgiveness is a good thing for us, then we ought to want to do that too, isn't yep. it? Because otherwise we're going to hurt ourselves by not forgiving. Yeah. 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 And I, I guess um, the bit I wanted to do last was to share with you um story of Corrie ten Boon. So... Um, they lived in Netherlands. Her dad was a watchmaker and they had a shop above their, um, they had a house on top of their shop. This was back when, um, Hitler was trying to get rid of the Jews. Her father was Christian and they hid Jews. They had secret, um, places in their house to hide the Jews. Now that got infiltrated by a spy and they got raided and Corey, her sister Betsy and her dad got taken to um, concentration camps. Now Betsy died, her dad died, but Corey lived. After Corey was freed, she went around to different places and she'd give talks she because god had been really good to her she was able to give bible studies and all sorts of things while she was there so she saw many people come to god at one of these talks one day this man started walking up the front as he got closer Corey suddenly recognized him and he was the soldier that actually caused betsy to die and in that split second she thought like, what am I going to do? Because she just preached a sermon on forgiveness. Mm-hmm. He came close, stuck his hand out and said to her, I was a soldier um, in, the, in the concentration camp that you talked about. And I didn't get, I did a lot of horrible things. And I'm glad I got to meet a survivor. And I want to say to you, I am sorry on behalf of what I've done. I want to ask for your forgiveness. And Corey um, reports that she had this chill go through her but then she gave it to God and she offered him forgiveness 
And this lightness came over her because she'd finally let go. So mm. if she can forgive that, then we can forgive the little things that people do as well. And, of course, not not always will somebody come to you and ask for forgiveness, and that's that's another challenge, isn't it? Because mm. sometimes we have to forgive of our own accord without somebody actually seeking that. So I think that's another important thing to learn. But, yeah, Corey Ten Boom was, uh, that's, uh, I'm sure there's books that we can, uh, you can find to read her story. Well, thank you, Donna. It's been a pleasure to have you with us today. And uh, we do hope that this topic has helped you in some way. And, uh, of course, next week we've got Mark Falconer on the program. On Wednesday, David Leo is going to be away again for another couple of weeks. So Mark Falconer is going to be talking about anxiety. So we encourage you to join us next Wednesday for our live program as well. And tomorrow we've got David Maxwell and myself again. And David Maxwell is starting a new series called The Sevens of Revelation. And tomorrow he's starting with the seven churches. So sounds like um, it's going to be a bit of an interesting program uh, going through Revelation and the seven seals and the uh, various other sevens that we see in Revelation. Um, the Remember the code for today was forgive and the number one. You can text that in to 0488-880-891 to claim the book offer today, A Pocket Full of Forgiveness. Well, as we leave you today, we just uh, pray that uh, you encounter Jesus more and um, you can use this topic to help you forgive if uh, there are things that uh, keep you down. Thank you, Donna. We will uh, enjoy the next time you come in in uh, probably not too long. So thank you once again. This is uh, Forgiven Forever, and I can't remember who it's by. Let me just check. It's Glenn Packingham. So thank you, uh, listeners. We uh, hope for you, for you to join us tomorrow. Once we were lost and so far away, wandering in darkness, covered in shame without you.
has overcome We are forgiven for 